What up, what up? Fantasy Football Hustler back at you in fantasy news today. We are back. Week four is in the books, all except for Monday Night Football. Wild day, wild day. We got Bogart on the stream. We got TD from Fantasy Good Sports on the stream. What up, Bogart? Hey, how you doing, brothers? Doing What's good. What's bro? Just come, coming off of an ugly Sunday of football. You know what I mean? It was so ugly. They're like, you know what? Let's let's top it off with an ugly Sunday nighter that everyone's been waiting for. You know what I mean? Probably the most hyped game of the first four weeks of the season and total letdown as far as uh, offense goes. We all wanted to see a lot of points scored. What's up? My I said we, we all wanted to see a lot of points scored. This was super hyped game. We all wanted to see a lot of big stuff. And, of course, it was a defensive battle. And you know what's crazy, bro? If you just remove the names and look at the numbers, Mac Jones outplayed Tom Brady. Yeah, I mean, yep. just like, you know, you know, it's not necessarily Mac Jones versus Brady, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, when you look at the numbers, like, you know what I mean? And like they were winning that game most of the game too. Like, you know what I mean? So it, it was, uh, but of course, you know what I mean? It, you know, in true Tom Brady fashion, they, they came through, got the dub. And uh, you could say, you know, if it wasn't for, uh, you know, a 56-yard uh, doink, you know what I mean? Maybe uh, the Patriots, maybe it's Mac Jones in there that we're talking about right now. You know what I mean? Yep. And Francisco, what up, what up? Said I uh, had a great week, week except for the games where I started Chark. So we'll just get to that news right away. Chark has been put on the IR. Sucks for everybody who played him because he went out, I swear, on the first series of yeah. that game. It wasn't nice. Uh, TD, what do you think about Chark going on IR? What do you think about the uh, Jaguars wide receivers at this point? Well, nobody wants to play anybody from the Jags right now other than James Robinson, in my opinion. Um, it's just too herky-jerky, especially with Trevor Lawrence uh, getting, uh, just being thrown out there to the fire. But I do think that this offense does get better. So right now, I would say that Chenault, and Marvin Jones are really good plays going forward because I like the way that uh, Urban Meyer changed up the offense and ran it through James Robinson. So if I, I feel like if they use James Robinson more, it opens it up. So uh, Chalk, you just gonna have to move on from DJ Chalk um, because you know he's hurt right now. But I think this offense, these this offense is gonna be really good going forward in the future. Yeah, I, I like. Uh, I was a Vishka truther this year, and I think uh, Urban Meyer is actually hearing out Daryl Bevel more so because Daryl Bevel that's what he want to do you you ask him what he want to do he want to run the ball you know what I mean Daddy. yes Trey Your phone. my phone yeah I know I'm daddy's using my phone sit down don't spill your snack okay. yeah am I still in the matrix you're good you're okay. good I should start geeking. Son, he keeps trying to put his iPad right next to where I put my phone. I'm like, bruh. You wanna be you wanna do the show? What you what you think about what you think about the Jags, son? <laughs> See, a man of few words. That, that means that means there's not too much to say about them. <laughs> yep, really not as of now, but yeah, uh Chenault, uh everyone was dropping off him. I mean Everybody was panicking. Now no DJ Chark. Chenault's going to be in full play. You know what yep. I like the most about DJ Chark being out for Chenault is that now Chenault, 
won't get taken off the field when they run 12 personnel. Because he was, you know, he would in three wide receiver sets, he would be in the slot. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep. Yeah. So now he'll he'll still be on the field. You know, obviously more field time, more opportunity, you know, for your for some fantasy production. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah, Chanak can work on the route run. I think he needs to work on his routes. Now that DJ Chark is gone, I think now they can focus on Chanark and develop him in the passing game. Yeah. I mean, he's because he, for what it's worth, he's super athletic. You know what I mean? If they could, if they could refine his 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 skill set as a route runner, and like probably probably try to refrain uh, from a, just using you know using him as a gadget guy because they haven't done that much this year. So I like I like him being more a traditional wide receiver, but also he he could be a true X receiver. You know what I mean? Like he could be the guy that you move around on the formation. He could be the guy. Uh, 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 as, as far as and, and this is a bad team. They're going to be giving, hey hey. They're going to be giving up points. We want that. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep. You already know. So how about another a big name running back that went down this week was David Montgomery. Me and you talked about it, Bogey. At least he went out like a G. Hundred yards, <laughs> touchdowns. You know he didn't. Uh, it wasn't in the first quarter. You know, like he had a really good game before he went out. He didn't DJ Chark you? Didn't DJ Chark us. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> so the coaches, they it's a knee injury, but they don't believe that he tore his ACL. So we are waiting for more news on that, though. I mean, we're probably talking sprained knee at, at minimum. You know what I mean? Uh, hopefully, we're only talking something like bone contusion. You know what I mean? Like a bone bruise. Because then it's like, you know, he'll be, he might be back sooner than later. Well, I mean, more than likely, if they say they say it's not an ACL, maybe we're talking MCL sprain. You know what I mean? Like anything partially torn, though. Like when they come out and something partially torn, that's just all bad. You know what I mean? Like it's a ticking time bomb. I, I just hope it's not nothing, anything serious. Yep. Now I don't think it's anything serious. Um, I hope it. I hope it's not. But uh, the way he left the game, it didn't seem like real serious. It seemed like a sprain, like you're saying. Um, because he didn't have to get caught at all for anything. Um, so uh what about Damien? Didn't he get hurt too? Because he's probably he's probably the number one pickup this week if he's not if he's healthy. So it was uh it was a thigh bruise, what happened, and they said that he should be okay. He's day to day. Oh, okay, yeah, he's straight. It's a thigh bruise. Yep, and then uh, the funniest piece of news that came out was uh, Nagy wanted to make sure to mention when Andy Dalton is healthy, he's the number one, Fields is number two, and Nick Foles is number three. Hey, you know what, bro? I bet you, like, people in that organization, they can't wait to be the guy to send him the message that he's fired. Like, I bet you they're just waiting around like, listen, when we do fire him, let me tell him. You know what I mean? <laughs> Because if I'm a Chicago Bears fan or even, like, just someone in that organization, you know he's the problem. I don't even think Pays is necessarily the problem here. You know what I mean? Obviously, Pays is the one that hired him. But, damn, like, this Matt Nagy's an idiot, bro. Like, what is wrong? What is wrong with that guy? Like, and we, 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 we as a panel, called this, man. We called Justin Fields was going to have a, a, a get-back game. You know what I mean? And it's like, that should be like, that should solidify him as the starter moving on, bro. Andy Dolan is not only hurt, he is the backup. 
Like this is, I don't know. Matt, I can't wait till Matt Nagy gets fired. He's this year's Adam Gaze. Let's see. So next piece of news, uh, Bengals. Joe Mixon uh, is going to be limited early in the week. So it was an ankle injury uh, Why he left the game this past week. And the coaches said, don't read much into it. He's day-to-day. Yeah. You know what sucks, though? Is that we've seen, we've been down this road before. You know what I mean? Uh, all the people that hate Joe Mixon can never come up with a real reason to hate him besides that he gets hurt. So those people are yelling real loud right now. Oh, yeah. Right about shit. You ain't. Like, listen, those are the type of fantasy managers that play scared. Joe Mixon's a top five talent to me. And, and that's probably why he gets hurt, man. He plays hard. He balls hard. You know what I mean? I'm for, I mean, it's just, it sucks that he has any kind of injury at all. We knew it was going to happen. I'm just glad it's not as serious as, like, you know, everyone thought. And. It's a long week. He has an, uh, what was it, a little mini bye week. You know what I mean? Because they played on Thursday. So I like that. Get him some rep. Let's see. So how about, oh, out of Broncos, um, uh, for the Broncos, Teddy Bridgewater concussion protocol left the game. I don't think their offense needs to do that much for them to win. That defense is squatted up. What do you think about uh, the Broncos, TD, if uh, Bridgewater has to miss a week? Uh, it's all about the defense. Um, I'm definitely not starting any receivers if uh, Bridgewater's not in there because I don't trust uh, Locke. Um, so I'm I'm fading all these guys until Bridgewater come back, but I'm still holding on to the defense if I'm stashing them in a deep league or something like that. They play the Steelers this week, Bogey. Ooh, roll, roll out that defense. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Steelers I mean- have been bad. And all listen, the Steelers offense, they got good players. But big, all Big Ben could do is dump it off to, to those good players and pray they do the rest. You know what I mean? Yeah. Every, everything is short. We're, you know, and, and you know, we're gonna see, you know, they have decent pass. They're gonna destroy Big Ben. Like you said it best, man. Big Ben's probably not gonna retire, but he's gonna be the guy that we, we see him get carted off, and that's that's how his story ends. And so every week, I'm just like, which defense is going to finally kill Big Ben? (laughs) I think Mike Tomlin wants that to happen. I think Mike Tomlin doesn't want to be the guy that's derailed a Hall of Famer and set him down. So he's like, listen, I'm going to keep putting you out there until they knock your head off. And then that way we can go and move on. I think that's what Big Ben wants, though, too. I mean, he's he's like Rocky in this, like, championship, you know, bout that he calls his NFL career. And uh, you already know that he's like, I'm going to get knocked out. Like That's the only way I'm leaving this game is if I physically can't do it. And contractually, right, this is his la- – is this his last year? Yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so, yeah, they're you know, this is their last hurrah, and it's not a good one so far. You know what I mean? It doesn't look like he's going to go out on some high horse. You know what I mean? Like, they're not going to go out without – go down without a fight, but, I mean – it might come to a point if they're in play if they're in that seven seed contention and Big Ben continues to play horrible, then maybe we see like you remember Mason Rudolph wasn't playing well and he goes, you know what, we're putting in Duck Hodges. Yeah. Because he, he thought that was the most legit answer they had at the time. And he was correct. He went out there and played better than Mason Rudolph. If there's a you know, if Mason Rudolph or uh or Dwayne Haskins, or you know, if they see something, you know, in practice, and they're like, "Listen, man, we 
These guys can just stretch the field. Like, look at Drew Brees last year. Sean Payne knew Drew Brees so well that he was like, man, if we need to stretch the field, we got to put in Jameis Winston. Yeah. Like, so, like, listen, like, all Big Ben, they, it don't matter what game plan they come up with, Big Ben's still going to go short because that's all he can do. Yep. All right, out of the Cowboys, some Cowboys news. Amari Cooper, his ribs and, and his hamstring should be good to go this week. And then Trayvon Diggs, his back is fine, according to the coaches. How? Hold on. How does he have ribs and a hamstring now? And they say he's going to be good to go. <laughs> the, uh, hey, Amari Cooper, the pooper scooper, he makes me laugh, bro, because I think he's like trying to Kobe us. Remember when Kobe would have, he would say he had a sprained finger? They would tape his fingers up. He'd go out there and put up 60. <laughs> like, because Cooper looks fine when he's out there. The first couple of weeks, he clearly looked hurt. But last, the, against Carolina, he, he looks fine to me. And I, don't, I didn't even see him getting no hamstring. I'm like, I feel like they just keep giving him injuries so he can rest all week because they know <laughs> he is fragile, actually. <laughs> For real. Now, you, I believe it. It's true. Um, that's why Maury Cooper, to me, I'm a Cowboys fan, and he's not a foxhole receiver. He's very talented, greatest, probably one of the best route runners in the league, but he's not tough. Des Bryant, Michael Irvin was tougher. But Maury Cooper is always nicked up, and if you put a hand on him, he'll, he'll, he'll come out the game. That's how he is. If I could describe Amari Cooper's game, it would be uh, finesse. Yeah. He's not a – He's not a, you're right, man. He's not a tough guy. You know what I mean? You know who else I kind of feel the same way about that is Calvin Ridley, man. Calvin Ridley and Amari Cooper, they're crispy route runners, but, like, they take a hit. They could be done easy. <laughs> yeah, Calvin really learned on Amari Cooper. So, I mean, oh, that goes together. Yeah. As Maury Cooper left to go to pros, Calvin really came in. I think he was a sophomore. Uh, he, but he said uh, he, he was under the Maury. That's right. Nice. And then Charter's asking, uh, any news on Josh Jacobs? Uh, you're not going to know until one and a half hours before kickoff because <laughs> they said he's going to be testing it out pregame. So one and a half hours before kickoff, that's when you're going to find out officially if Jacobs is playing or not. But – but uh, did you, did y'all hear what Gruden said? What did he say? Gruden said that no matter what, he's not gonna have a bell cow road. So Peyton Barber is going to play regardless. But it just depends on how healthy Josh Jacobs is, is how many carries he's going to get. But Peyton Barber is definitely going to have a road this game. I mean, so, that's who would you real quick? So if you rostered, let's let's say you rostered all three of them because I know Charter literally has all three of them on his team. Were you still playing Josh Jacobs out of the three? No, uh, it depends because for touch for touchdown upside, if he starts, if he's going to play, he they will put him in for a goal line touchdown. So that's that's the only thing. But that's a crapshoot. You playing for a goal line touchdown? Nobody wants to play a player just for a touchdown. So that's the only upside he has. What's the game script? You think this is what I would ask myself? What what is the game script? I I see. I think the Chargers whoop their ass. So I like Drake because of that, because I, I feel like when they're going to go hurry up, Drake probably going to pile up like six or seven receptions easy. You know what I mean? If you're if we're hoping on that one goal line touch for a touchdown from Josh Jacobs, if he doesn't get that goal line touch, what are we looking at? 
10, 11 carries for, you know, for 40 yards, maybe 50 yards. Yep. I mean, people could be efficient with their with limited carries against the Chargers because that is how you attack the Chargers. You, you run on them. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. Week one, week one, they gave up 90 to Gibson, right? Week two, they gave up all them yards to Tony Pollard and Zeke. And then uh, week three, you know, uh, uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire finally looked like a running back. Put up 100. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I think that trend continues. I just think that if all three are, are able to go, all three of them are going to go. And that's not – that that sucks for fantasy purposes. Yep. Yep. Shout out Big Kong said, thanks, Hustler, for talking me how to start in the Lions defense versus the Bears. Monty Fields and Mooney tore it up. I started the Ravens, like you said. Oh, yeah. And I remembered I was I was watching that start sit on Saturday when, when you asked, and you were like, listen, you were like, you're like, I'm fine with streaming, you know, d- uh, decent defenses, but he's like, I just don't stream bad defenses. <laughs> Yeah, even in good matchups. I, I'm really not trying to stream a bad defense in a good matchup. I'm trying to avoid that. Hell yeah. And uh, Roger, what up? So what are y'all's thoughts on Waller tonight? Fade him. And this is the why, guys. I'm, that's a great question, Roger. Really great question. The reason why I'm saying it, Roger, Darren James. Darren James. He will put, Listen, this guy can cover. He's big and he's strong. He's going to be all over Waller. So they going I'm looking for now. I'm not saying to not play him at all, but if you if he's your starting tight end, you have to play him. But don't expect the big game out of him because I feel like Darren James is one of the best cover safeties in the game. And he's gonna uh, mirror him all over the field. Yeah, I I agree. And you know, you know who's gonna vulture everything? Foster Moreau. <laughs> this is gonna be the big test for the Chargers because uh I mean, Logan Thomas in week one, I mean, they held him to a middle-of-the-road tight end. Uh, Dallas, they held both of their tight ends, you know, kind of down middle of the road on the week. And then uh, Travis Kelsey, they held him to number four tight end on the week, so he didn't put up number one performance. But uh, this is going to be the true test to see how the Chargers defense can handle a real tight end. I mean, I I think they keep him out of the end zone tonight. But I'm not going to – listen, I'm not going to stop and say he's not going to get – Nine, ten catches for real. <laughs> you know what I mean? So last year, let's remember, Darren Waller, half of his games, he had 50 yards or less in him. So let's just say that's the over-under for him. Over 50 yards or under 50 yards? I'll take the push. I think he goes for I think he goes for like anywhere from six to eight receptions for 50 yards. Because there's there will be no yak for him with Derwin James. You know what I mean? But Making a play on the ball, that he, he can still do that, but you know what I mean. I mean, at life after that, you know, Derwin James, man, it's good to see him back too, man. He missed a lot of time. People forgot about him. TD over under on fifty yards for Waller. Uh, I say over, but I say no touchdowns, zero touchdowns. Okay. And touchdowns is really, I mean, that's how you crack the top 12. Because, uh, I mean, guys like Travis Kelsey, he, I think he got 60 yards in the game, but no touchdowns. And he was like tight end 17. So, got to get that touchdown to crack the top 12. Yeah. I think I think George Kittle actually finished higher than uh, Kelsey this week. He did, just barely. I think uh, 
Actually, I think George Kittle was like tight end 17 and Kelsey might've been like tight end 22 or something like that. It's all in my studs and duds uh, video that dropped a little bit earlier today on YouTube. Yeah, we did it. We did it, fellas. We got her to go to the nap. All right. Nice. <laughs> there we go. Just yeah. talk about football and she'll get bored. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then Big Kong, one more here before we get back to the uh, back to the last piece of news. I'm still down 20 with Eckler and Keenan Allen uh, to go half point PPR, but my opponent has Mike Mil- Mike Williams. Well, then this is what you do: you pray to the fantasy gods. <laughs> you got to do what Tom Brady does. He talked about it. Uh, he's talked about it recently. How he's got uh, all these. Uh, affirmations that he says and he's got this whole pregame ritual of like meditation and seeing everything that happens before the game like that's what you got to do that type he of stuff is real he meditates under an avocado tree right <laughs> while he does his yoga then he picks a fresh avocado right off the tree and he bites it like an apple like you, you know you, the outside and everything <laughs> yeah I, that's the- i said i say listen fantasy is a roller coaster don't don't go through with the highs and lows. So to me, just put out your guys and, and look, let it watch the game. Whatever happens, happens. That's all you can do. So just go ahead and play Austin Eckler. Uh, who else? He said he had here. Austin Eckler. And who else? And Keenan Allen. And Keenan Allen. Bro, you got a great shot. That's all you can do. You can't make nothing happen. So go after it. No matter what happens, hey, just roll the dice. And speaking from someone who is down 20, and my opponent, his, he's done. I have Mike Williams and the Chargers defense. So that's mad doable. But at the same time, I could see a world where they, they, they double and triple Mike Williams and then they give up the shorter yardage to Keenan Allen mm-hmm. and, uh, and Austin Eckler because those guys are going to be the hot read. You know what I mean? Because they, they got Ngakwe and Max Crosby are going to be coming at them all day, right? So them hot reads, what, what we don't want for his case is that all of a sudden it's a Jared goddamn cook day out of nowhere. You know what I mean? It's not going to be. No way. Even though, Bogart, your revenge narrative, this is right up your alley. Yeah. <laughs> you knew I was going there. this going to be the revenge game? I have no idea. I don't think so. Jared Cook, just, he looks like he doesn't have a lot left. I always map out all the, all the scenarios, right? Of how, because you know you can, there, you know there, it's there's some skills there's some skill here. It's not just we're not just guessing, right? You could look you you could look and try to diagnose what's finna happen. Like I am playing against Waller in a league where I'm up, and I I, I don't want him to have a big game. But like there's a narrative where he has a big game, or there's a narrative where Foster Moreau steals the touchdown looks. You know what I mean? Yep. This you know this happens. So it's like I'm or or maybe it's a big Henry Ruggs game or. Because I feel like the, what the Raiders got to do here is run the ball. Like, this is how you beat the Chargers. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah, I got a game where uh, I'm winning by, like, less than a point right now, and I have the Raiders defense to go. And uh, they're done, so I just threw the Raiders defense on the bench. Like, not even uh, not even messing with it. Wow. That's nice. That's nice. <laughs> <Is> that correction? <laughs> I mean, I, I'm hoping there's no stat corrections. But <laughs> like, there's, not, there's no IDP in this league, and I feel like you get more stat corrections in IDP league than with offensive players. Yeah, okay. or or the leagues 
where you get like you get points or like a half point for like a first down those ones always stack correct they don't oh know. yeah yeah for sure those ones always correct yeah Phil DeCane, he said, did anyone else have Corduroy Patterson on the bench? No way. He was in all my lineups. Yeah. Hey, he was he's crazy because I still can't – I'm still hesitant to call him a must start because if you look at his snaps, 23% of the snaps, that's not a lot. You know what I'm saying? But he is just efficient with a capital uh, Corduroy. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think everyone in the NFL still thinks that he sucks. So they're leaving him <laughs> unaccounted for. You know, he's, he's he's showing up wide open on the field in places like teams. I mean, things are probably going to change now that he got, you know, freaking uh, um, uh, three touchdowns. I was trying to think of a nickname for it. Couldn't think of one fast enough. But, uh, yeah, he seems like a must start in fantasy. You got to because he's efficient. They keep getting him the ball. All right, uh, Panthers. So for CMC, he's coming back to practice. Oh, shit. The Jets play the Falcons next. So Corderell, a.k.a. Corduroy Patterson, is in play again. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's harder to run up the gut, even though Derrick Henry put yards on him. You could really get at them with the pass-catching running back. I mean, Jeremy McNichols just went off on them. You know what I mean? CMC went off on him week one. You know, just the pass catching running back is doing work. So I like Corduroy this week again. And he's getting lined up like a wide receiver too. So, I mean, he's not just a running back. It is dope that uh, you can put him in as a wide receiver or a running back. So for fantasy, I mean, he's kind of a cheat code right now. Mike, so Hustle, so Hustle, let me ask you a question real quick. I'm sorry, Bogart. No, no problem. Go ahead. So, so Hustle, who would you trade on your team to go get Cordell Patterson? That'd be tough. I mean, it's really all about what the other person needs. So that that's what's that's what's tough because I wouldn't even be trying to get rid of Corduroy Patterson right now. I mean, you could put him as your uh, running back too, as a, as a flex or your wide receiver too in a pinch. You know, in a deep league, he's been real great. Like I don't know anybody who picked him up off of waivers who wouldn't be trying to get way more than what someone else is willing to pay for him. Yeah. Okay. I've actually sent him out <clears throat> before this week. I was trying to send him away to bring over. I, I was sending him and Antonio Brown, and I was going after DK. D couldn't do that. <laughs> I was like, I'm, 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 ambitious. I'm ambitious because I want to make it so. Oh, <laughs> it's, it's a re they're redraft. It was a redraft league. But the reason I'm doing that is because I want to shoot so high that if they do it, I get a good player. Because if not, I don't want to get rid of Corduroy. You know what I mean? Yeah. I love it. I love it, Bogart. I, you should have said Tyreek Hill. <laughs> hey, man, I missed that train, bro. I was trying. The first couple of weeks I was trying to get Tyreek because people were just panicking. And then, like, he had a free touchdown game. And now we'll never be able to talk about Tyreek. <laughs> he kind of trades. Oh, yeah, and Debo, uh, he did have a big game this week. And uh, Bogart, I sent you a TikTok video that I saw. It was Debo Samuel rolling up to the game, like dressed like Debo from Friday. It was like a custom-made flannel with Debo on the back of it, like, uh, you know, Tiny on the back of it. Like, it was fire, and then came in producing. Hey, okay. He was taking everybody's chains, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's he wasn't messing around. Debo has been fire so far. Hey, I, I you know what you know what too, man. 
he's the type like with someone with someone like a a, a, a Trey Lance who's gonna scramble. You know what I mean? He's gonna extend plays. Debo, Debo's that guy that he'll keep he'll, he'll get open for him. You know what I mean? I mean, we've seen this a couple weeks in a row now. Where Debo's making these plays where he's just wide open, bro. Like he just gets lost in the fold. Because I mean, I mean, I I, I do worry about any of those options in general. I might be trying to sell Debo right now because I don't know what it's like. What are the pass attempts going to be? You know what I mean? Are, are we looking at like a Lamar Jackson type of twenty-five pass attempts? I mean, because that's that's what uh. That's what Jimmy had, basically. You know what I mean? He averaged like 26, 27 pass attempts a game. You know what I mean? Obviously, the game plan is going to be different. But I will say for Trey Lance, oh, having 20 fantasy points in a half, right? That I'm not saying like he's going to have 40 <laughs> starting the whole game. But damn, that's a great outlook. I just don't know who the pieces are going to be every week that we could trust. Can't even trust Kittle right now. You know what I mean? Yep. And Brad, yeah, just changed uh, his nickname to that. God bless you. There you go. And make sure this is how you spell it right there, Corduroy Pimpin. Yeah. But, yeah, make sure you give me the credit because I'm the one who started that. We're all getting behind it because it's a funny-ass <laughs> nickname. And uh, as long as he's out there, Corduroy Pimpin, uh, that's his nickname. Oh, yeah. <coughs> Hella rings on. Rings. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yeah. You already know. And uh, all right, so uh, see, or actually, for the Dolphins, Bogart, just for you, Will Offler went out <laughs> early in week one. I believe they said he broke his hand, uh, is what happened. And uh, but he's already been ruled out for week five. Uh, what are your thoughts on uh, Will Fuller? Will Fuller, Will Fuller, he only was healthy when he was on them PEDs, bruh. He needs it. Now he's trying to do the right thing. He just can't survive, bro. I mean, here's another thing. The hand this time? And you know, you know, I used to think his knock was that he had small hands. You know what I mean? But it was amazing because he's he can catch all these. He, he was catching. Remember, he had that way where he's catching like five touchdowns in a month. Yep. Yeah, and I used to just trip, like, yo, he got some tiny ass hands. So so if his hand got broken, bro, it's destroyed, bro. And you know me, I'm looking for anything to tell everybody why. He is Will Offler, the fifth. You know what I'm saying? I'm telling you, when my son grows up and he's playing fantasy football and Will Offler, the sixth, is in there, I'm going to be like, draft him. <laughs> They're all bad. I ain't fucking with none of them. <coughs> TD, last piece of news here, unless something else comes in here. CMC said he's getting back out there to practice. Uh, it's obviously too early to tell if he's going to play this week. But, uh, you think they pull him back sooner rather than later? Uh, what you mean by pull him back? I mean, do you think he's going to get in there sooner rather than later? You think he's even got a shot for this week or next week? Or you think they're going to hold him out for, I mean, it's been two weeks now. I think, I think I don't think they bring him back. I think they do this real, real slow. They got a good team. They really need him later in the season. I say he'd be out two, I say he out two more weeks. They just want to see him practice and see that he can pick up the speed. But why would you rush him back when you have a chance to go to the playoffs to, to win this division? So um, I don't think he comes back as soon. Um, this soon. I think it's two more weeks. Listen, I think the fact that he's talking about getting out to practice, it's a good sign that we'll probably see him before the month of October is up. Because, you know what I'm saying, you, you got to – like you said, you got to ease him back in 
So if, if he wasn't practicing this week, I would think he's further away. I don't think he plays this week. Maybe not next week, but I do think by the time October's up, you know what I'm saying, we'll, we'll, we'll see CMC back out there. I mean, he's yep. practicing already. As far as any of the other running backs, I don't know if you're going to be able to use any of them. I know everyone was super high on Chuba. Um, didn't really come to fruition this week. And uh, Robbie Anderson, man, I got he's like break- one game away from being droppable for me. Here, I got some breakdowns for this game. Let's hear it. Robbie Anderson, 11 targets. So I, I'm not upset with it. You know what I mean? It just didn't. It just didn't. It, it didn't manifest in the fantasy production. Chuba, 13 carries, 50 plus yards. Basically mirrored his production from the last Thursday's game when CMC went out. You know what I mean? It was this guy Rod Smith though coming out on every fucking third down. That was a trip, and, and he ran all the routes. He ran like 20-something routes versus Chuba ran like 11 routes. You know what I mean? So I, th- these are all just, you know, things I, I wanted to go look at because now I know how to project Chuba Hubbard. You know what I mean? And they didn't get they didn't get him uh, none, none of the goal line work either. But also then again, it was really Sammy D just running. <laughs> running that thing. Rod Smith, that's Jalen Smith's brother from the Cowboys, the middle linebacker. Oh, word. Okay. Who's yeah. also been who's been sucking, by the way. <laughs> That's right. Rod Smith came from the Cowboys. That's why I knew him. That's right. Nice. Well, there we go. Yeah, the uh, DJ Moore. That's the only person you're starting in Carolina uh, for the uh, the wide receivers, though. But man. Teddy Bridgewater just sucked that bad that he like ruined DJ Moore, or was he hurt last year? Like, what's going on? Because right now he's looking like the hype from last year. This is what we should have seen last year. Yeah. Well, we while people were so excited, people were so excited about Teddy B going to Carolina last year because Kyle Allen, you know, like fifty eight percent of his passes were deemed uncatchable, or his targets to DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel, like. You know what I mean? So it was always like all these air yards that were unrecognized. And you're like, okay, if we get him someone like Teddy B and then there you go, no CMC all year. And you still had Mike Davis there and you still was able to produce, you know, three top 24 guys. Like they were actually, I think one finished 25, you know what I mean? And that was Curtis Samuel, but still at the end of the day, DJ Moore, not only is he talented, Sam Darnold only looks at him. No other player got more than five targets targets that game except for Sam Darnold and my man, uh, the string bean. But the string bean getting 11 targets, bro, like this is just like it's going to hit. I just – because more and more week after week, people are going to be like, we got to shut down motherfucking DJ Moore. You know what I mean? Like I, I thought this was the game. I ain't, ain't going to lie. I, I at least felt good about seeing the 11 targets where I was like, all right, I was on the right track. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The train I, was just late. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so how about some quick thoughts uh, about tonight's game, and then we'll get out of here. TD, why don't you start? Justin Herbert is the GOAT. I said what I said. He's going to be the GOAT, man. I've never seen a quarterback develop so fast with less coaching. He didn't have a good. He didn't have Andy Reid. He didn't have John Gruden. But look how good he is. So listen, this I'm playing all. I'm playing Mike Williams. I'm playing Keenan Allen. I'm playing Justin Herbert. Uh, they gonna smash tonight. 
Um, I think this team is really good. Um, so I'm just playing all stars, Austin Eckler too. I'm, I want to second everything that TD said, and I want to add that the Raiders are Fugazi, and if they beat this Chargers team, they'll they'll have a little bit of respect from me, because right now they're a dumbass Fugazi team that's just like it's it's like a true dumbass, bro, that put that that overbets something with all the odds stacked against it, and it hits, and he looks like a, a genius, but he's really. <laughs> Hey, my boy's stupid, man. You know what I mean? That's the Raiders to me. You know what I mean? Well, that's John Gruden. That's John. That's what John Gruden is. That's what he does. Yeah. John Gruden's been picking on the defensive flaws. Uh, let's see if the Chargers have any flaws, because if they do, John Gruden's going to find it real quick, and he's going to keep pressing the issue. But, yep, yep, I think the Chargers are going to win it. I think uh, score – I think it's going to be Chargers 24, Raiders 14 is what I'm calling. It's also Mike Williams' birthday, too. So, guys, if you're doing DFS, put Mike Williams in the captain spot because, you know, players like to try to, for a birthday present, I'm going to try to pepper you a little bit more today. And the other players are okay with Keenan Allen. I'm I'm just I'm guessing, but it's his birthday, so I'm assuming that he should get a little couple of extra targets tonight. And he's been balling, too, so, yeah. Let's do it. Mike Williams to the moon in this week. All right. Well, we're out of here. We'll be back tomorrow, 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. It's a Monday through Friday show. Uh, TD, why don't you let everybody know where to find you at real quick? Guys, go to my OnlyFans so you can get this cutting-edge content. Listen, I'm not taking my clothes off on OnlyFans. I'm giving you fantasy football content. And, yes, guys, so go go to Facebook. Uh, go to Instagram, any any social media platform. I'm on there, Fantasy Good Sports. I'm off. I'm also doing my rankings on OnlyFans and my stars and sits. I don't do it on YouTube, guys, because I like to give my loyal subscribers that's on my OnlyFans that content, which is stars and sits. So, guys, just follow me on OnlyFans or any social media platform. And also, make sure you subscribe to all these guys' channels, which is Hustler, the MGM, the GMM Network, and also Fantasy Good Sports. Yeah. And uh, man, just I just want to say good luck to everybody that needs a Monday night miracle. We can't all get the same. We can't all get what we want. You know what I'm saying? Because I want all. I want it all. <laughs> if I don't get it, I just hope one of y'all does. You know what I mean? Oh and, yeah. And you can catch. Uh, you can catch us here every day. You know what I'm saying? Do it. Do uh, uh. I'm over here at the daddy daycare. You know what I mean? And uh, Wednesday nights is the Real Fantasy Playmakers What If series. We got the homie Steezy A. Smith pulling up, and we got the homie Justin from Clock Management. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, yeah, it's going to be a big one. Yeah. Hey, Hustler, did we talk about Trey Lance? Did we talk about that? Uh, No, we didn't talk about that yet. We'll talk talk about that tomorrow. We're going to hear more news about that. Yeah, we're – we're we're gonna get into that, but yeah, Trey Lance, he's gonna be someone. It's uh, gonna be on everybody's waiver wire uh, this week, so that that'll be tomorrow. That'll be Tuesday time. Because I've been holding on to him, bro. Even in redraft, I'm like, I have like, <laughs> I have like Josh Allen, and then still have Lance, and I have like, <laughs> and single QB. Nobody's nobody's like drafting those guys for real. Like, not. Yep. You know what I mean? Superflex, they were still going high, but like single QB, like I got Kyler Murray, uh, uh, Trey Lance teams. I got Aaron Rodgers, Trey Lance teams. I'm like, I don't even know if I'm going to play Trey Lance for <laughs> Like, it's going to be like hard to make decisions. There we go. 
All right. Well, we'll be back. We'll be back tomorrow. And I got my IDP waivers dropping a little bit later today. And then the offensive waivers dropping tomorrow. Got all the starts and sits in a couple days. And then we got the Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday question and answer live stream. So make sure you tap in. We'll see you there. And here we go. Monday Night Miracles. Let's get it. Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis' The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.